The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. There very well might be a breach of law involved in what the bank and the government have colluded to do. Allow me to read the section at in question. Section 18, the bank may, J, make loans to the Government of Canada or the Government of any province, but such loans outstanding of any one, at any one time shall not, in the case of the Government of Canada, exceed one-third of the estimated revenue of the Government of Canada in a fiscal year. Table, I, I turn your attention, Mr. Speaker, to Table A14, Summary Statement of Transactions, Budget 2021, projected revenues $355.1 billion. So to respect Section 18J of the Bank of Canada Act, which limits the bank's ability to lend money to the government to no more than one-third of projected budgetary revenues, the bank would, would be effectively capped in its loans to the government at $118 billion. $118 billion being a third of the $355 billion of projected revenues. In fact, the Bank of Canada balance sheet shows that it now holds $415 billion, almost $300 billion more than the legal cap provided in the Act. Now, when I discovered this apparent breach, I immediately delayed my introduction of this point of privilege to spend the time to verify and re-verify my calculations. I've never seen a government body so flagrantly violate limits that the Parliament has placed upon it in statutory law, so I thought there must be some mistake. But as I crunched the numbers, I realized that no, in fact, the one-third limit was breached. I then reached out to the Library of Parliament to conduct a full review of all the legislation passed to approve emergency COVID spending since spring of 2020 to find out if maybe the section was temporarily suspended or a special exemption to it was created in order to allow this kind of uh, dollar figure to be lent from the bank to the government. And sure enough, the Library of Parliament said there was no such exemption or suspension of the section. It is still in place. In other words, uh, this research shows, and I ask that you and your, your uh, trusted advisors uh, and um, the, the uh, officials at the Library of Parliament to verify my claim here, that the, the Bank of Canada has breached limits that Parliament has imposed on its ability to lend money to the government. Now, these limits do not exist without reason. There is a reason why Parliament chose deliberately to write a section into the Bank of Canada Act limiting the amount of debt the bank could buy. And it is th the reason is this, because it for Parliament foresaw that future governments might try to use the printing presses over at the bank in order to pay for spending that it could not raise through normal, uh, the more normal process of taxation. With the limits Parliament placed on the Bank of Canada's purchase of government debt, Parliament effectively banned the government from raising taxes by inflationary money creation uh, instead of by legal and legitimate taxation. 
that the government and the bank have circumvented that ban and broken a law of parliament breaches the privileges of every member of this House to vote on laws that are made and repealed. In the process, the government has breached the principle of the independence of the central bank. That was MP Pierre Polyev talking in, in Parliament about uh, the breach of the central bank in terms of lending to the government and a collusion between the government and central bank. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. This is The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. I am joined by Jerry Kariah. Jerry, you're looking very dashing today. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. For yourself. the radio audience. Thank you. Thank you. Great to um, be on the show. So that was, um, that was a dynamic argument that uh, Pierre Polyev was, was making there. The idea here is that the government did not seek any way of extending what they could borrow from the Bank of Canada. They've gone ahead and tripled what they could borrow from the Bank of Canada. And what that is, as Pierre explains it, is a, a inflation tax on us all. The underlying current, of course, is that the government has done this by skirting the law. And, and basically, you have a government that's just running away. And they're just doing whatever they want to do. And I think in that context, for the rest of the show, you have a few points that we need to consider. One, excessive money printing, banks colluding with government, government skirting laws. How are you going to protect yourself? Jeremy, the uh, the work that Pierre Polyever has done in, over the past year has just been tremendous. My hat's off and thanks to Pierre for his tremendous work in waking up Canadians, uh, especially uh, surrounding responsible monetary policy. There are limits put into place, limits that have been breached. And again, we are in a place where where, where do we find credibility and trust? Uh, back to gold, back to physical silver, because you cannot create uh, it, it. It's its own. It's it, it has value on its own. It doesn't derive its value from some entity or government. They can breach these laws. I don't know what the penalties would be for breaking <clears throat> parliamentary law. I'm certain that uh, the penalties are harsh, uh, but the penalties are on us. We get taxed. We get. Uh, we lose our purchasing power. Now, now let me ask you. Let me ask you this: What what would you say if someone said, "Well, look, I mean, there was a pandemic. The government had to do what they had to do. They had to print some money. You know, people were were out of work. There were shutdowns. You know, can't we just forgive them and move on?" I mean, you certainly can say that. I'm of the opinion that you know, without the lockdowns, there was. You know, they were definitely justified to keep the printing press going. We need the printing press going uh, despite COVID, despite lockdowns. The normal was always about money printing and excessive uh, debt creation ultimately hurting the saver. So despite the season that we're in with lockdowns um, and seeing small businesses getting detrimented, the, the fact of the matter is that the responsibility relies lies on sound money, sound principles of money, and back to the basics. Limits on debt spending and being wise with, uh, with our own uh, monetary policies at home. I think one of the things that you take away as well is that we are no longer the country that 
was fiscally conservative and could get through 2008 and say, no, our banks were well capitalized, et cetera, et cetera. I think now you, you look back, you go, okay, or you look at it now and you say, I'm on my own. The, the government is not gonna, is not gonna be fiscally responsible. They've shown that. They've shown that they'll skirt rules in order to print money. And we understand, as do our listeners, who've been with us for a long time, that inflation is a tax. And it's great to see that Pierre Polyev is talking about this idea of inflation being a tax, but that's what it is. And now inflation is undeniable. We're going to talk about all these articles we brought with us today. It's no longer talking no. Talking about what's the, you know, what's the theme. The theme is that governments around the world, and it's not just, it's not just our government here in Canada, but, or central banks colluding with, with government. They're not just all printing money here. It's happening everywhere. And the result is that this incredible spending is occurring. Asset prices are being completely inflated. Meanwhile, there's a, there is a war on savers. You have no choice but to take risk on to go into risky stock market, you know, uh, we've seen a lot of volatility in crypto. It, it clearly a speculative market in that sense. So what do you do to find something that's going to be functional, strong, practical, dependable in, in these type of times? And it really is gold. Gold has always been that. We're going to show some articles of some very, very intelligent people, authors, uh, talking about the reasons to own gold. Also today on the show, we're going to talk about where we think th the price is going. We've got some reports coming out in terms of, you know, definitely the price has been uh, beat up in the last couple weeks, Jerry, on silver specifically. Gold has held in at 1800 but uh, we're still in the price range. It's still in our price range. It hasn't, you know, breached below the $22 mark in silver. We're looking for silver to move up above 28 and get a few closes above 28 before it's off to the races. But again, we've got some Articles talking about where the potential prices of the metals can go, but uh, you know, with the, the the minute or two we have left in this uh, in this portion of the show, Jerry, let's bring it back to what Pierre Polyev is talking about in this excess printing and what that what that is eventually going to mean to Canadians. Well, I just want to back up a little bit, and uh, we have to understand what the central bank mindset has always been. We're, we're, I'm reminded of Mayor Rothschild's famous saying of "Give us the power to create a nation's money." and I care not who makes its laws. These central bankers are above the law because what happens? They're paying the judge. They're paying the lawmakers. Ultimately, the money has to come from somewhere. So they have a monopoly on the money. So we understand the, the money masters in all of this, and we have to um, take what they say with a grain of salt and ultimately... Oh, you mean like transitory inflation? That's, that's one. That, that would be one thing that's we'd want to take with a grain of salt? That's certainly one. And uh, somewhat, so, you know, somewhat do the opposite of what they're telling us to do. We have to be contrarian in what they're telling us uh, to do. Uh, we can't look to overvalued asset classes. We have to look to undervalued asset classes. Some, you know, sometimes if they say don't look there, don't invest there, gold is an archaic relic like what Buffett says. You go there. You start gravitating towards something that is intrinsic value. And that's where we're leading. And that's why we're seeing the activity and the, the price action and even the demand today. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com if you want to get some physical in your physical gold and silver in your portfolio it's very very easy you can go right to guildhallpreciousmetals.com that's our brand new e-store and you can pick up a few ounces of gold maybe some silver maples get started that way it's a great way to to get your feet wet and uh, start to learn about what it is to own physical assets at this time during this in, in, 
just crazy time where money is being printed as though there is no recourse. Well, we're going to talk about that recourse in the next segment. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Globe News Radio, 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. I'm Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth. Joining me today is Jerry Karaya. He is the e-store manager, longtime associate veteran in this market, and, of course, an expert in currencies as well, foreign currencies and currency exchange. So, uh, Jerry, we are looking at... Basically, the fallout of money printing that's gonna that that is happening, and the way it's kind of making its way through business, through industry, into markets. We've seen low interest rates for a very long time. We're seeing the bubble in real estate. We'll we'll talk about that in a few minutes. We've got an article about about uh, the risky assets in in the real estate. You've got risk assets now all over the place in in equities, of course, because this money that that's being printed has to go somewhere. But there are consequences to this, isn't there? The, con- the consequences are abounding left, right, and center with prices rising through the roof in, in various uh, various aspects. You have, you know, people starting to decide on, you know, just sticking to the core items that what you need, not really spending too much on the excesses and going, you know, going shopping, which can really have a detriment on on the GDP, on the on the revenues that we take in here in the government and, and business. So things are certainly tightening up and people are, are becoming a little bit more aware of the the negative realities that are not being focused upon. And the number one topic continues to be this inflation worry and what the Fed is going to do next. We know that um, next week, so we've seen a quite uh, of a flat market in the past week uh, and prices have been subdued lately, but FOMC is next week, Jeremy. So speaking of FOMC, you're, you're, it's interesting what you're kind of saying because it it's going to boomerang back on them. This idea that central banks or, you know, the, the Fed, they all want to say, oh, in, inflation's under control. You know, we've got it at, we're, we've got a target of 2%. We're all good here, except that in the real world, where inflation is much, much higher, I'll give you one example here. Uh, there was um, an interview on Fox Business. This is uh, an article that came out through Zero Hedge. And uh, a billionaire grocery chain CEO, John Castamatidis, predicted overall price inflation for consumer goods would generally hit 6% annualized rate by October. So, wow. you know, you've got the Fed saying, well, we're targeting 2%. In the real world, food prices are, are going up at 6%. And, and where I think this starts to connect is what you were saying is, well, people are just going to pull pull in the budget and mm-hmm. just not go out as much and, and buy different foods. And this is going to be a drag on the economy. And in that sense, it's going to boomerang back on the central banks who are trying to, to keep this inflation uh, in controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music is like all of this, all of this rhetoric, all of the hot air, the jawboning is like music being played in the jack in the box. Whereas precious metals are the, is the, is the is the jack in the box, ready to get ready to pounce because it's this is all uh, a matter of time. I, I, I'm going to take your your analogy, which I really really enjoyed, and I'm going to raise you. I'm going to okay. raise you the old. 
uh, chairs rearranged on the deck of the Titanic, <laughs> and gold is your golden ticket to a life raft. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, because that's what you need to do. You need to get off the get off this this sinking ship and make sure that you're protected and wear that life vest, which is going to be the physical gold, physical silver. People aren't taking the paper promise anymore. Uh, paper, fiat currency, every single major currency, whether it be U.S. dollar, Japanese yen, Swiss franc, it's all a paper promise. Promise to exchange that piece of paper for something in the future. And the fact of the matter is, is taking money, many more of those dollars, many more of those Federal Reserve notes to buy goods and services. And we're thinking of things like bread, milk, gas. Uh, your purchasing power is just diminishing year over year. This is what stealth inflation, it's not even stealth anymore, Jeremy, it is right out in the open. It's definitely right out in the open now. In the past, we've always talked about this idea that government might say it's 2%. In the real world, it's probably more like five, which means every 10 years, you're losing 50% of your purchasing power. Um, David Stockman did in a great, great, I, we're, we're, I put it out on Twitter already. We're going to put it in our newsletter, but uh, David Stockman, did uh, an interview uh, with Greg Hunter on USA Watchdog, and uh, they uh, were talking about all of these things, exactly. And he was talking about a couple interesting points he made, which was that the Fed has printed more money in the last 688 days than in the first century of its existence. It gives you a perspective of where we are. And he even goes back to when Nixon lifted the gold standard. Yep. This is a, kind of a fun uh, anecdote. Not so fun. Um, he said that he started in Washington in 1971, and he was getting paid something like just over $6,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And he did the math on it, and he estimates that his dollar is now worth 15 cents of the original value based from 1971. Wow. That's pretty that's pretty crazy, but if you look at what gold has done since 1971, it's gone from $35 an ounce up to $1800 an ounce, which means that it's it has protected against that loss of purchasing power. And that's what we're that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. We're looking at at a way to protect against the loss of purchasing power and also how to take advantage of what is coming. The other thing that he that was very interesting that he said, just to kind of keep it into perspective, and I'm going to give the quote here, is he said, a reset, this reset, right, that central planners are all talking about, is, is just a pleasant name or a clinical name for a crash of epic proportions, which we will have because the markets are so inflated. Now, why are they inflated? Because of all this money printing. How do we know they're printing all this money? Well, you can see it. You can go to the Fred charts and see what the Fed's doing. But now you've got, as we showed in the last last um, segment with the clip from Pierre Polyev, you know that the government is running away with the money printing. Jerry, would it share some, some extra thoughts? Yeah, here? you know, there's a th thought of this, this 70s. Looking back to the 70s, we remember the the temporary lifting of Bretton Woods and temporary is a key word there, but a lot of lessons to remember from the 70s. Uh, you know, stock markets lost nearly 50%, saw weak growth, and what we're seeing today is a lot of rhyming, a lot of rhyming from the 70s. Uh, easy monetary policy leading to high inflation. What did they do? They raised, they raised the interest rates to 20%. But before all of that mess, they were they were going through a boom. There was low unemployment. And uh, it was, it's very familiar with what we're seeing today. But, and actually in the 70s, they were actually calling the inflation transitory. 
No. The same rhetoric. The same. Really? So a lot of rhyming, Jeremy, but a lot different today. Why? Octavio Costa, I cite him a lot from Crescat Capital. He says, today's setup is even more extreme than the 70s. When this inflation first hit 5% in 73, the Fed also called it transitory, but still raised rates from 7 to 13%. Even more, today at 128% debt to GDP ratio and inflation at 5.5%. He asks, what is the plan? Shock the world and raise the rates to 2%? It can't even do that. And Max Fisher also comments from Crescat Capital, historically, commodities have outperformed equities significantly in inflationary cycles. Just look at the correlation between commodities and equities and CPI. And then we, and then we also take a look at what gold and silver prices after uh, the temporarily, when they allowed after 71, the, the, the lifting of Bretton Woods, back in 75, prices start to take off in gold and silver. Uh, by the end of the decade, prices gold peaked at $680 per ounce and about a 1,840% increase. Silver up about 1,100% increase. And remember, we're talking about a reset. And we're talking about potentially bringing gold back to the system. The Bretton Woods lifting was temporary, and they may have to do something dramatic and temporarily or permanently bring back a Bretton Woods and bring the gold back. And where are we going to see prices, Jeremy? We're going to be seeing explosive gold and silver prices relative to the M1 money supply that we see in Fred charts. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com this is one of those things where the central planners say oh it's just temporary it's just temporary turns out it wasn't temporary you know bernanke said oh it's just temporary keeping these interest rates low it wasn't temporary um you know janet yellen did the same thing and she never saw a crash on the horizon and you know i think the way it looks right now it's going to be a hyperinflationary crash because it's it's it, it just seems like things can keep going up keep going up keep going up because of this money printing, but eventually people start to understand that, well, this money has no value and I need to put my money where it's going to keep value. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot in, in the office or we were just talking before the show about Venezuela, this idea that you either held gold in Venezuela before that collapsed or you didn't. And it doesn't matter how great their stock market was because it, it was on fire, yeah. but it's what the money's worth. It's, what's the, it's what the money is worth. What is the value of the dollar in your pocket? And you can't use a comparison to the U.S. dollar because they're all floating mm -hmm. and they're all devaluing at the same time, go, rolling down the hill together. And so we need to get out of this craziness. Mm -hmm. We need to get off, the, get off the, the treadmill here and find some sanity and understand that, yes, Owning gold makes you a sane person in an insane world. Yeah. And day-to-day -day looking at the prices can drive you insane because sometimes it looks like there's not much happening in the market, but it will, mm -hmm. just like it did last year. We had a massive, massive move, and it feels like we're kind of going through a consolidation of those big, big moves, which only happened over a very brief amount of time. So it's more like the move happened very quickly. The consolidation took a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, I also believe that Another temporary is the inflation that we're seeing from this moderate inflation to potential hyperinflation. We visit, we're being visited a lot with people that are coming in from Venezuela, some you know, other nations that experienced uh, hyperinflation and, hype, uh, and, and communism in the past, and they're saying the same thing. We brought gold, we escaped the country, and they're thriving now. They're doing really well. 
especially places like Venezuela, one of the, you know, probably the most prosperous nation in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, their, their purchasing power, cost of items were just going up, you know, doubling, tripling every, every 24 hours. Imagine that today. He's, this one client was like, imagine that, Jerry, seeing that, the panic. So in this market, when you're dealing with potential inflation and continuous money printing, it is a better it is better to be a month early than a day too late. Yeah, this is not a time to be procrastinating and waiting for the last minute or waiting to see, well, let's see how this plays out before you decide, okay, I really want to get into the market. You know, I do see that I, I feel like inventory is coming back into the market a little bit. Maybe premiums are slightly starting to come down again in in the gold and silver market. I, I feel like that's a good opportunity because as we've seen a few times already in the last year and a half, that can be zapped. You can have the inventory absolutely zapped very, very quickly. You want to be, you want to be getting in when it's a, you know, it, it feels a bit quieter. The price is a little bit, a little bit down. It's great to buy on momentum, but this is not, you don't buy insurance based on whether or not your house is going to light on fire next week. You, you get it right away because right. you don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. And so I think that's what we're trying to encourage people to understand is it's, this is not the time to procrastinate. You already know the government is printing money. You already see the inflation. So you know you have to protect your assets somehow. You know you have to protect your wealth somehow. Even if you have a mortgage, this is time to get a little bit of silver in your portfolio to have the insurance against that as well. Exactly. We saw last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, with Wells Fargo calling in, calling in the um, lines of credit. Listen, anything can happen. The, there's no more rules. Mm -hmm. If the government can just borrow money without any rules from even to just ignore the rules right from the bank of canada if they then there's no rules mm -hmm. all bets are off insanity rules yeah so you have to be prepared you want to make sure you are ahead of that game and the best way to do that is physical gold physical silver jerry tell people how to get it give us a call one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com or guildhallpreciousmetals.com. Browse the product that we have. Prices are great. It's seasonal, guys. Uh, folks, it's June and July. These are the dog days of summer in precious metals. This is where we're seeing uh, the prices being uh, exacerbated on, on highs and lows. But this is the calm before the storm. So this is the perfect time for Canadians to be acquiring gold and silver. We are here to help. We want to help you. We want to have a chat about what's best for you and your portfolio. And give us a call. And we appreciate your listenership. It's The Real Money Show. We're going to be right back. You're listening on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. You can learn about holding physical gold and silver in your registered accounts. You can actually have direct ownership of physical product. You get the serial numbers for the bars that you hold in your registered account, like an RSP or a TFSA. You know, one thing I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, Jerry, is people who may be getting out of the real estate market not looking to get back in anytime soon because they see what's going on and they feel like it's it's more feeling than anything sometimes of market's pretty high. I don't know how much this can keep going. 
I don't feel comfortable and I'm going to follow my gut on that. And so you have a lot of people with excess cash in the bank, but they don't feel com But what are you getting in the bank? You're getting less than 1%. So what do you do? How do you, how do you deal with that? Well, one of the things that a lot of people are doing is putting their excess money into a TFSA. And then with that TFSA, they're acquiring physical gold and physical silver. So, okay, you have to overcome the cost of holding physical gold and physical silver, the cost of acquiring it because you're buying an end-user retail product as opposed to a stock. But once you've overcome those costs and you see that gold and silver have averaged over 11% a year for the last 20 years, and last year silver was up over 44%, you can start to say, hey, look, I, I can see how these fundamentals work. I have a much better ch choice and chance of owning this insurance policy in my TFSA than just leaving the money in my bank and losing, right? And I think that's a bit of a thing, a bit of a difference here. Is we're not talking about speculating into the stock market. I mean, we're not financial advisors, and of course, seek those that you trust. But this is about having that insurance policy. And of course, we've seen the gains. You can go see the charts for yourself over a long period of time, what those gains look like. And you can say, yeah, this is, this is a much better place to be in terms of holding an asset that has a limited liability and I own it directly, no counterparty risk, than just leaving my, my money in the bank or, or GIC or something where I'm instantly losing, instantly. But I don't want to take the risks, Jerry, of going to, into the stock market. No. And we're seeing people pulling out of the stock market left, right, and center, pulling out even to get out of the banking system is a very common thread, a common theme for many folks to uh, want to just, you know, create a little bit of shelter, a little bit of distance from things digital and inside the banking system. And people want to have access to their gold, to their silver. And the reason why there is a, a little of a, of a premium for buying physical is that you're creating a counterpart, you're eliminating the counterparty risk. You're eliminating the liability. When you buy paper or when you buy an ETF, it is a promise to deliver. It's a promise to pay. We don't want IOUs, we want the real thing. So once acquisition is made, uh, you are guaranteed that this is your product these serial numbers are titled to you. You are the owner. Just like a vehicle, you have a VIN number and you have an ownership. This is exactly the same. If you cannot hold it, you don't own it. Let's talk about where the prices are headed. Uh, there was an article I, I came across this week, and uh, it was from uh, Gold Runner. And they put out these timely articles every so often talking about where the market's going. And this one was from Lorimer Wilson. And uh, we'll put it out in our newsletter. Maybe we'll throw it up on the Twitter as well. And the title was, uh, Gold Could Jump to 1900 to 2100 in the Next 30 Days, and Here's Why. I'll just read the first part. Uh, for the past... For the past two years, at this juncture, the precious metal sector has risen sharply in a month-long up cycle for silver and with the high inflation expectations going forward and similar ramp up for the precious metal sector is a real possibility so again inflation expectations the idea was there's a range of expectations across across the ages if you're under 40 you're expecting you know say 3.8 between 40 and 60 there's an expectation of 4.7 and the over 60 crowd is expecting 7 7. Uh, 7.5. So again, we're looking at the 5% inflation and how to take care of that. And 
Oddly enough, there was another article that came through on Better Dwelling. We've talked about Better Dwelling in the past. It's um, a real estate blog. It's a great blog to check out because there's good stuff and bad stuff mm -hmm. in there. You right? They've mix. got the good news and the bad news. Of course, we want to only talk about the bad news. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the good news is that the price of gold can go to 2100 very, very short order. Uh, but there was... Um, there was an article there said Canadian businesses expect prices of goods to rise by almost 5%. You're not alone if you're not if you aren't buying the inflation is transitory narrative. BMO Capital Markets senior economist Robert Kavsik un unpacked price change sentiment data. Small business owners see the cost of goods rising a lot over the next year. In fact, prices are expected to rise the most in at least a decade by a wide margin. It also just so happens this sentiment data has a solid correlation with what you'll pay later. Fact is, the squeeze is on, the government's printing money, we need to get out of the way, we're not going to get hit by this inflation Mack truck, we're going to own physical precious metals, and this may be the exact time to be buying into that, because you are in the summer doldrums, you've got articles coming out about the fact that gold could be hitting $2,100 in short order, and the idea is, it is time to stop procrastinating, isn't it, Jerry? It is time. It is time to not just prepare, but profit in precious metals. As the country, as countries around the world continue to borrow, 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 spend, 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 now is the time to get uh, take action and not just protect, your, protect yourself, but profit for the topside potential. Remember, gold and silver are negative, negatively correlated to the U.S. dollar, to the stock markets, very negatively correlated to U.S. dollar. So we're preparing for this inflationary narrative this inflation topic is huge and when you have that that situation start to uh, get worse it only gets better for gold and silver the prices start to uh, start to jump because we've been consolidating around this level for a long long time which is a very healthy it's been over a year now uh, highs of 30 for silver from about 11 12 bucks uh, before the big run-up. So we're trading around the 60% retracement level. This is an amazing base to be acquiring because the top side potential, I'm seeing hundreds, if not $1,000 per ounce silver. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't bring it with me, but I, I saw that there was an article out where there was someone talking from a technical perspective about that massive cup and handle that you talk about. Yeah. And they said, 20 no, year. they said, we're, we're here. This thing is going to be taking off. And of course, you know that there's a limited amount of gold and silver in the world. There's an unlimited amount of money printing. We're past 100% debt to GDP in most countries, and there's no, there's no moving back. So you have what you have a setup for is what David Stockman talked about in this great reset, which is a great blowout. And we want to get out of out of the way of that. And we want to be protected and, and also thrive during this yeah. time. This doesn't have to be a period where everyone has to suffer. This could be a period where you can thrive. Not everyone was in breadlines during the Depression. There were there were some successes there. Right, exactly. A lot of successes as well. You know, in, uh, I think I think unemployment was at, I think, maybe close to 30%. That means seventy percent of the people had jobs, right. right? But we only see the images of the of the breadline. So there is there is opportunity here, and we want to explore that a little bit more. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. If you want to just uh, wet your beak a little bit in the physical market, you can also go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. And when you put in your order, you'll probably hear from Jerry um, as he is the e store manager, and he'll take good care of you. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. 
The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. We're, we're arming you with, with knowledge today so that you'll be a success, so that you will be able to move through these periods, this potentially hyperinflation, stagflation, inflation period with success. And we want everyone to be successful and to, to help their community, help their family. Um, you know, anyone who says that money doesn't matter, you know, didn't have any. Mm-hmm. This is about making sure that you're successful and that you're taken care of and that your loved ones are taken care of. And maybe that can help you make a difference in, in, in bigger yeah. parts of your life, you know, your community, your, your country and things like that. There is a bigger picture here mm-hmm. when it comes to being success and making sure that you're protected. We don't want, we don't want people who are listening to this show to walk away being a victim exactly. of saying, oh, you know, uh, I, I trusted the Fed. I trusted the government. They said they'd take care of me and they didn't. They didn't t- take care of me at all. What happened to my pension? Where did it go? These type of things, right? Mm-hmm. Where you go to take your pension out and finds out you find out, oh, I can only take out 30% and I'm back to work at the age of 70 or whatever it is. So we want people to be successful. We want to arm you with knowledge. We want you to understand what you're up against here. And we're it's not just us. We're bringing lots of experts here. Today we were talking about what Pierre Polyev has discovered through uh, the Bank of Canada Act. We, went, we uh, were talking about David Stockman, his interview with Greg Hunter, and he believes literally he believes hold gold as insurance where did you hear that well you've heard that here on the real money show we've talked about laura uh, lorimer wilson saying gold could easily go to twenty one hundred dollars in very short order so there are good things happening mm-hmm. and there are good things to happen if you know if you have the knowledge take the action take those steps and protect yourself this is about making sure that you have the insurance before the fire mm-hmm. right you know when did noah build the ark before before the, the rain yeah. before the rain he was the ultimate prepper right exactly. he was the ultimate successful prepper 100%. he did not procrastinate at all i i mean I, I i wish i could take more of a lesson from that because we all procrastinate but this is an important time especially if you're new to this to put a toe in the water get a little bit of physical see what that process is like there's lots of different ways to get into the market. There's paper versions, you know, there's lots of other ways to get involved, but nothing is going to give you that zero counterparty risk of having that physical in your hand. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. Jerry, do you have a, anything else that we were we forgot to bring to the table today? Well, yeah, um, just further to the, the notion of wealth insurance, you know, right now we are ahead of the curve for precious metals is that you you're not too late this is the right time and we're talking about the needs to acquire physical gold and silver today among the reasons is inflation uh another reason is uh, gold is more than a paper promise so you're eliminating that counterparty risk to the to the paper but further gold is <clears throat> traded around the world universally accepted it's always readily liquid at transparent prices under any market condition across the world's financial centers without exception. That is that is what gold provides to us. It's true diversification and why central banks around the world need to own some physical gold. Further, the bullion markets are global. They're the deepest and they're the most liquid traded around the clock, around the world. There is nothing like gold and silver. Physical bullion is no one else's liability. 
It's zero counterparty risk, meaning that there's no other hands tied to your gold. It is yours. And Guildhall provides that direct ownership. And we couldn't be more proud with the offerings that we have with the e-store, uh, with you know having people come into the office talking about some of their worries and fears. You mentioned insurance. There are many variables for insurance and what your insurance policy has to protect against. And many people simply just want to get out of the bank. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that the type of financial system we have around the world is a fractional reserve banking system. They can borrow, going back to Pierre, they have created debt based on the guarantee of your funds being in the, in the bank. But the more people pull their money out of the bank and put it into gold and silver, well, guess what? You're going to get a pushback from the bank. You could potentially get a pushback. <clears throat> well, it may take a day, three days, seven days, 10 days. Is that you? If that is you right now, you're getting pushback from the from the bank or your financial planner, get in touch with us. We want to give you a hand. We want to give you some help. It, it's also it's also showing that it's it's a, a negative relationship um, in terms of the fact that you know you you hear this a lot in central banks and 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 commercial banking as well. This idea that well, you know, we were hearing this with with uh, the the new rules LBMA uh, with gold and silver markets. The idea of well, if everyone pulls their money out of the bank, you know, there's going to be such a catastrophe that you're going to be the reason why it, this all fell apart and there was a massive, uh, a massive crash. It's like, well, I, I'm not responsible for the crash. You're responsible for yourselves. I'm being responsible for myself. And if I decide to, you know, I'm not one of these pers- people who are like, oh, pull all your money out of the bank. Uh, no, I, I use the banks. Yeah. I, I keep cash in the banks, you know. But there comes a point where you say, I, I have a lot. In here, this is a, this is a. I'm now uh, a creditor to this bank, yeah. a very large investor with this bank, and maybe this is more about just spreading out, uh, spreading out the risk, and that's why people are looking at gold and silver because if you have it in your in your TFSA, for instance, it's there, it's physical, you know, it's there, you know, it's you know, it's very liquid, and so that gives you a bit a little more peace of mind. So that's some of the trends that we're seeing, but even further, going back to the trend is our friend. When you see inflation rising, you know gold and silver are rising and will continue to rise uh, with the debts, and this is the right time. Prices are going to explode, Jeremy. I can't wait. Trend is your friend. Central banks are buying gold, so be your own central bank as well. Exactly. Be your own central bank, not the way that they manage their money, but the way that we want to manage it, which is for generational <laughs> wealth, for charitable donations, for charity, and for for the good of society versus, yeah, versus be, hyperinflation. Yeah, be your own central bank, meaning don't print yourself a bunch of checks that you that you just created out of nowhere because you're going to get caught right I, I love that that line that you can avoid reality but you can't avoid the consequences of avoiding reality i think that that, that would probably be the big takeaway for today uh how to get in touch with us the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com and if you want to pick up a little bit of physical just to see how it works or you want to buy on a regular basis some smaller amounts and have it shipped to you through canada post tracked insured you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and we're here to, to assist you jerry great to chat with you this week as always my name is jeremy Jerry Karaya uh, sitting in today. So great to speak to everyone. Can't wait to speak to you again next week here on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.